This is National Native News. I'm Shirley Jihad, in for Antonia Gonzalez. A new report says a housing lending program aimed at helping Native American veterans falls short and is severely underused. The Government Accountability Office issued that report this week. It says only a tiny fraction of people get help under the Native American Direct Loan Program. It's operated by the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. It is supposed to assist veterans who are Native American in buying, building, or fixing up housing. But it helped fewer than 1% of those eligible. Over nearly the last decade, the report says, the program originated 89 loans in the contiguous United States, 91 loans in Hawaii, and zero in Alaska. And that all represents fewer than 1% of the nearly 70,000 eligible veterans. Revenue from a new cannabis enterprise planned for the Eastern Band of Cherokee Indians Reservation in North Carolina could rival the tribe's gaming operations. That's the assessment of Jeremy Wilson, the government affairs liaison for the tribe's principal chief. Wilson also chairs the tribe's economic development arm. Wilson says the dispensary on the Kuala Boundary land could be one of the largest in the country. We have to look for different avenues in economical diversification. So for cannabis and the excitement around it, uh, this will definitely present us an opportunity that could be, you know, well worth um, close to a billion dollars. Wilson says the lack of competition would currently work in the tribe's favor. The tribe intends to start selling cannabis by the start of the new year. Marijuana remains illegal in North Carolina and the surrounding states. The Eastern Band of Cherokee only recently allowed medical marijuana sales on the reservation. The former chairperson of the Mashpee Wampanoag tribe is now on trial. He faces charges of bribery and extortion in connection with the tribe's planned casino project. Cedric Cromwell is on trial at the U.S. District Court in Boston. Prosecutors say he used his position as chair of the Wapanoag tribe to get $60,000 in bribes. In exchange, prosecutors say he gave a $5 million contract to a Rhode Island architecture firm. The owner of that architecture firm is also on trial. Cromwell's lawyer says he denies the charges. He calls Cromwell a transformational leader who helped the tribe improve its future. The casino plans for the tribe based in Cape Cod have been delayed for years because of various legal issues. In Nebraska, officials have found the body of a Native American teenager who had gone missing last month. 19-year-old Ashley Wabashaw was a member of the Santee Sioux Nation. Tribal leaders say her body was found on the reservation. They offer no further information. Now the FBI is investigating her death. After a lengthy debate this week, the West Hartford Board of Education in Connecticut, in a divided vote, decided to invite leaders of five recognized Native American tribes to come speak about the issue of team names and mascots. That's to happen at a public meeting in May. The school board there already committed to replacing high school teams' names, warriors, and chieftains. They plan on approving new names for the school's teams by June. But a handful of residents are speaking out at meetings, petitioning the community to keep those names. They say they talked with tribal leaders, and they claim, the residents claim, that tribal leaders told them the names are a source of pride and should remain. School board members who voted against the effort say it is redundant. They say the school board has already gone over all of this and already received feedback in writing from tribal leaders. With National Native News, I'm Shirley Jihad. 
National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by Sanofsky Chambers Law, championing tribal sovereignty and Native American rights since 1976, from opioids litigation to treaty rights to tribal self-governance, with offices in Washington, D.C., New Mexico, California, and Alaska. Sanofsky Chambers Law. Support by the Native American Disability Law Center, a non-for-profit 501c3 at 800-862-7271 or nativedisabilitylaw.org. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.